0: Welcome to the Football Union Podcast, the go-to podcast for all things football, the real football, not campus, proudly brought to you by the fans, for the fans, and with the fans. Let's get it!
1: episode was brought to you by Blaugrana Post. Basically, all things Barcelona were discussed in this episode. If you do find this content entertaining, do share with a friend and also subscribe to the platform. Yeah, enjoy. Okay, welcome, 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 welcome. So, the OGs are here. So, first off, yeah, since we have enough time to kill, but well, I won't try to waste anybody's time, out. Huh? We'll talk about uh, the Haaland news, uh, the news, the scene. Holland linked to Man City. Lakota coming out today to say the club, even if we're in a good financial situation, we can't be doing crazy deals. So uh, I think I think uh, Vic Frank Colade we've had our own piece on it, our own crack at it. So uh, let's hear from let's let's start from the bottom. Let's go from camp to uh, how, wait. How do I say your name? Uh, Or should I just say? Adama? I think it's Ritsik.
2: Yeah,
3: it's Ritsik. Okay, Ritik. Ritik. okay Ritik.
1: should I say Ritik, Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, that's okay. correct. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you very much for clarifying. So go from camp, Ritsik, then Colladi, then Rim, then, um, then um, Rishon, then uh, Frank, like, like that from um, bottom to top. Yeah, so let's hear from you, camp.
0: Yeah, uh, But basically, I just have a very uh, short thing to say. I'm really, really glad. You have a very sensible management. And I'm using the word sensible, you know, because as it stands, everybody is saying Haaland and no one is bothered about his injury crisis. I don't know why people are neglecting the fact that he usually gets a whole lot injured. So we shouldn't go crazy. We are just coming out of a very deep financial problem. So buying Holland for 50 with the old salary and this and that and some extra, extra bills and taking shitload of money from us is like going right back in the same terrible direction. So, like, if it works fine, if it doesn't work great, like, I'm not really, really into the Ireland thing. I just think we should, you know, be very, very systematic and strategic in the summer. Get players that we need. We need, like, we should get the right players that will fit into Xavi's plans, the way Xavi sees football, and we shouldn't get some, you know, Egoistic kind of player that was that's going to like disrupt the dressing room and be like he wants to be the boss or be the diss and be the leader and all that crap. I think we should probably get some very you know cool-headed guys that are really really up there. Maybe like uh, uh, Antonin, the guy in Ajax for me, you know, just really versatile for me. We don't really need some Holland or anything. Honestly, the only reason why we are really shouting about Holland is because Fatih is, is, is has not been consistent due to his injuries. If Fatih stays fit. Haaland news guys, completely seriously.
1: So that's it for me. All right, friend of friend of our. Uh, address the injuries and some of the things you pointed out. You know me personally. Uh, I'm the Holland uh, P- PR. So um, um Ratike, let's hear from you. Ratic, ratik right. yeah. let's hear from you. Sorry so, for killing
4: your name again. Hey everyone. So uh, I also want, I also echo with. Uh, Sentiment. I, I agree with the fact. Like, I also wanted to shed some light on that. The fact that Holland is very injury prone, and we also have Ansu Fati, who's actually injury prone as well. So I feel like, and the fact that he's going to be a very expensive signing. I don't think we can uh, sign him for anything less than 150 million. And especially considering all the financial troubles we've faced in the past few years, I do not think. It's going to be a very sensible investment. Personally, I believe we should look into uh, South America because South Americans always turn up. And also, like, I also kind of agree that we should get Holland because a club like Barca actually needs a marquee signing, someone who's big, someone who can bring in a lot of revenue, shirt sales. Like, we cannot just... uh, sort of um, end up with just uh, like good signings, sensible signings. We do need that sort of big-level marquee signing for a club like Barcelona.
1: Okay, okay. So Ritschik is basically um, on both sides. So he basically is on the fence. All right, fair enough, Ritschik. Akolade, uh, my G, let's hear from you, man. Let's hear from me. I know, I know you said your piece, but let's hear let from you have else.
2: Um, yes.
1: So concerning the Ireland thing, right? Um,
2: I genuinely think it's um, an issue of um, I think an issue of funds for the club. I think the club has issues uh, gathering the money to pay for Ireland, not getting the money. The money they know where the money will come from, from the CBC deal, from the sale of Baka Studio, and uh, from the Spotify deal, right? But I don't think the money is going to come soon enough. To get the Alan in over the line well, i don't i'm not i'm not, sh- I'm not sh- i don't think the club is sure enough so hence the um the the, the reason why laporta is trying to beat down expectation of the signing i think the company will still the country the um the club was sign it sign. try to sign in right if you can get those monies. um as for alan as a player right Um, Unlike Camp, I don't think Alan is an egoistic player, I think he's a player that actually wants to that wants to achieve a lot in football and um, his relationship with most of his teammates in um, his relationship with most of his teammates in um, Dortmund and in Salzburg has always been good, they're always happy when he scores, he's always happy when they score they have good rapport on social media so I don't think his behaviour is going to be an issue in the um, dressing room um as for his injury problem right uh, i'm still banking on the fact that he's still young right so a lot of his muscular injuries will soon he will soon get over them and hopefully he does i pray it does right so i'm not really worried about his um injury situation yeah and um as for fatty right i don't know if we can depend on fatty to say that we are not signing alan right because it is very important we know that fatty has Fata has removed his meniscus, and yet he's still having injury. I think he had an Achilles injury too while he was in the youth team, as an under-15. I don't know if Asu will ever not be injury-prone, right? So I'm not sure we can depend on him. As for Barcelona, if we don't, if we end up not getting Alan, right? I would like us to just concentrate on building the team from the back. I, I. Most of the rebuild I've seen that actually work only start from the dif- defence. So I think if we don't get a land, we definitely need to start rebuilding from the back. The keeper, the centre-back, the left-back, the midfield. Then next season, we hope and pray that there's going to be another world class or another top youngster that's going to pop up from, another, um, from a league that we can buy as a striker. I would, not let, I would not like us to rush into another striker deal if we don't get Alan. I prefer we start from the from the defence and move forward up. Then next season, we hope that another striker, either the likes of Isaac or this, maybe they will mature over the course of next season. Yeah. Then now, as for then, definitely, then I want us to sign. I definitely want us to get Rafinha from Leeds. Important. Yeah, that's right.
1: All right. Cheers. Cheers, Nice one, nice one, nice one. So we keep it stepping. Um, nice stick, up Claudia. Let's go to uh Welcome. It's been a while. I don't know where you've been, but okay. it's been a while. So that's it from you. What what's I your was
3: your first time? Okay, so to me, I have uh, mixed feelings about it. Like, it's fine if he comes to Barcelona, but it's also fine if he doesn't come He comes to the club like a lot of good things might, might happen. Like he's a superstar. and There's competition between him and the puppy when he goes to Real Madrid, and all that, it's, it's going to be something good for the club, like just for the ads and the uh, comic and all that, and um, and it's going to be good for the fans as well because Laporta was just giving hopes to everyone that like, oh my god. I, Can sign Helen and whatever, like we don't need Messi anymore. But at the same time, you know, if Laporta fails at doing that, I mean, the fans are going to get wild. Like, you already took our superstar and our uh, number one player from the team, and now you are failing at doing or bringing Helen to the club. But, like, if he doesn't do that and if Helen doesn't come, my first hope is that he can. Use the money he gets from either the c b c or whatever he's going to do or this spotify contract or whatever to just <laughs> uh try and build uh a bring uh, or try to like bring in new defenders and just like Khaladi just said like uh, there are so many players that can be brought and we we shouldn't just focus on the um attacking lineup you know. Like, we have, we have players, but we just, just should start focusing on the defense line and also we should focus on bringing another like, goalkeeper because guys speaking it is just... I can't. Okay, and... Um, I just hope that if, if heaven doesn't come, they just start um, uh, focusing on bringing good quality players so at least we can just, you know, start getting our golden days back. And by the way, like I was thinking about this thing, like if Helen doesn't come, is there a possibility that Missy can come back to to the club especially after like they got knocked out by Real Madrid from the Champions League. Which uh Missy already went to PSG just for the Champions League. No, I don't know. There were so many news, like I don't know guys, if you're if you agree with this or not, but like uh why not? Mm.
1: okay okay um Rem, i think i think uh um, you said a lot of nice things um the messy question is i think when we, when we finish this island section we go around to ask everyone their opinion about having mm-hmm. the greatest player Barca history come back to the club for even if it's just a year or two so i think we'll do that we'll do that uh, so um once again nice for you to be here let's hear from you again yeah bro
5: I mean, we need Haaland or we need a player of his capabilities to score goals. Because right now we have a good attack that can score goals in a few games, but I mean, we don't have a standout player who can perform every game, who can win us those tight games against opponents mm-hmm. who press a lot and we struggle a lot against. So I think if not Haaland, then Salah has rejected Liverpool's uh, current contract offer. So. If he's a free agent, I'd want Barca to go after him too. But I mean, we'd need a player who can be our face because we have players who can grow a lot in the coming years. But I don't see any of our attackers or midfielders who can turn into big players just next season. They have a long way to go. So I think we'd need Haaland for that because and on the other side if Real Madrid get Mbappe, which they probably would we won't have a chance against them. I mean, we can't compete in the league and not in the Champions League for sure. So, we'd need a signing of that capability in the attack and the defense that can get us through, make us compete in the league against Mbappe. So, I think we'd need Haaland, or if not him, then a player who can score a lot of
1: goals for us. All right, cheers. Uh, cheers. Uh- I'm looking at, the, um, I'm looking downstairs. I'm seeing Faris. Uh, Faris, uh, let's hear from you before we we'll go to the mods. Uh, where have you been, know.
6: Faris? What's going on? Here? <laughs> here he Sorry, where I you? was, I was under the weather a little bit, and I got busy with the job and uh, a couple of things. I apologize. I couldn't actually go into clubhouse or anything. Uh, but I've been seeing the games. I've been watching a couple of things. I do I don't like, like I, I'm gonna. Take it a little bit broader, than go back to today's uh, game. I don't think the draw against Tash is is, is as big of a problem as people make it to be. The game was good. The team is banging. Okay, we can miss a couple of shots here and there. But in general, no, I think the game was really good. Regarding the Haaland thing, um, whether we bring Haaland or not, it's not that big of of an issue. Yeah, we 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 do need a superstar. But think of it this way. Ati, Ferran Torres, and on the right side, like we can have whoever we can have, and there is a lot of like uh, second tier, third tier attackers that are available uh, in the market, like Isaac. Uh, we can we can create a good uh, team, but at, at, at the same time, I don't I don't believe that Laporta is stupid enough to say whatever he said. People are taking his words, like they're dissecting everything he says because it is a big issue. But um, and let's wait and see. Laporto always does that, even when he was um, the president before. He always does that. He creates more drama until he gets what he wants. And that's it.
1: Yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Paris, I know, I know you have a different perspective, but... No problem, no problem. I, I would say my own piece. I like that, I like that. Uh, Frank, 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 I know you're, you're heartbroken. <laughs> well, let's hear from you, Frank. Frank, are you there?
7: Uh, man. Um, well, I don't know. Um, Kulade, Reem, Rashan, Ferris, Camp, and Ritik already said a lot. Um, I'm just going to e- e- echo a lot of the sentiments I've already heard. The Holland deal. Listen. At first, I was one hundred percent for it. Now, I'm inching closer to fifty percent. It is not necessarily because other teams seem to have, you know, a good margin on that deal as well. Most notably, Man- Manchester City and some of the information that I've gotten from, you know, some certain gentlemen that I trust, based off of the the sources that they have, they've pretty much told me that. Manchester City right now is the clear favorite because of the influence that Haaland's father has upon him and Haaland's father obviously was an ex City player and he really wants his son there. Um also the fact that City have the biggest financial offer on the table. Um Barca is in the running because Mino Rayola has a great relationship with Laporta and a lot of the people in Haaland's uh, entourage outside of his father seemingly want him to go to Barcelona, you know, because hey, yeah, who, who wouldn't pick Barcelona over Manchester as a place to live? But, oh, man, the pull of that fucking Pep Guardiola, man. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> that shit is just, is devastating. I was in these rooms with Vic, Leonard, Colade, and like a couple of months back, I was telling him about this guy, Julian Alvarez, right? That I wouldn't have minded seeing at our club. Pep went and got him, man. Immediately. Pep is that guy, man. That guy. We let him go, bro. Anyway, that's yeah. another subject. <laughs> but, but the thing is, right? The thing with Haaland, I think that the only way this deal is going through is exactly what Kuladi said. If we're able to get the money quickly, because I think that's what Holland's people may be sort of looking at it with a raised eyebrow. La Porta keeps saying, yeah, yeah, we'll have the money, we'll have the money. But so far, we're not really seeing the concrete money. Like, the Spotify money isn't here yet. The CBC money isn't here yet. The sponsorships, uh, the other sponsorships, we're supposed to renew our Nike deal. That's That's not done right a lot of stuff is stalling and until that happens I don't know if Holland and his people even Mina Rayola as much of a good relationship he has with Laporta I I think he may be seeing it as irresponsible to bank on something that's not concrete yet right um then of course there's the the cost of the whole transfer that's big time man um we I think Barca fans, a lot of us still have PTSD over the amount of money we spent on those three bums. Griezmann Coutinho and the guy who's <laughs> still at our club Dembele. That's still that's the moment we hear a, 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 an amount over a hundred million, we're like, oh my lord, I'm hyperventilated, you know? So I don't know. I would I would love just from a sporting perspective, I would love to have. Team because when I look at Xavi's setup, his tactics, his scheme, Haaland is literally the perfect number nine for that. Um, he doesn't really need a false nine like in the days of Messi or etc. He just needs a focal point in the front of the attack who's going to finish the chances. And I don't think there's a young player or any striker right now other than maybe Lewandowski who can do that job better than Haaland. So, yeah, from a sporting perspective, it's perfect, but there just seems to be a lot of stuff around that that would make it more complicated. So, I'm 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 on the fence these days. I'm on the fence, and the more that we hear that, you know, obviously what Laporta is saying, I think it's making us as, cool you know, think of what we can do when we get this money, uh, if, in the summer if Holland is no longer on the table. I'm gonna echo everybody here. We need to rebuild our defense. To a statue, go be a statue somewhere else than Barcelona. Go to Brazil or something. Um, fucking, uh, we need to get a new right back. As much as Dest has progressed in recent weeks, um, I don't think he's ready. I, w- I wouldn't mind keeping Dest as a deputy, but I don't think he's ready. I would love to get uh, my boy Masrawi here. Um, I think that deal's already damn near done, by the way. Uh, we need another center back, but we need a real established center back. Even though I want to join Colade, uh, my heart really wants to, my heart in my head kind of wants to join Colade on the Jean to DiBo hype train because I've seen that guy completely shut down Bappe three times this season. Um, but I don't know if that's a guy that we can rely upon because he doesn't have the experience. We need a experienced center back. People have named the likes of Kudibali. I don't know about that. Um, uh, Delir. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. But, but we just need to make a bet on the on the experienced center back that we can look forward to leading our defense for a number of years. And then also the the left back position, Jordi Alba. Listen, man. He, he can rack up as many assists as he wants. To me, he's still a squirrel. that can't find a single nut. He can't defend. He can't do jack shit. So I, I, we desperately need to replace that. And I don't want to hear any Grimaldo nonsense. Grimaldo, for people who have really looked at him, and I know this one guy on Twitter who lives in D.C. where I'm at, he follows the Portuguese league heavy, and he always tells me Grimaldo has been regressing for two seasons. If you guys came and got him, it would be a mistake. So I I don't know who what left back out there we can possibly get other than Gaia. Let's try to get that Gaia deal through. I trust Matteo Landivani. He's been chasing him for a year. Um, and but the one position that I think I think in the last couple of days we haven't spoken about it enough, and that's the replacement for Busquets. Because what I've seen thus far, and especially during that Galatasaray game, bro, as much as we shitted on Javi for not replacing Busquets, for giving Busquets all the minutes and not giving opportunities for the likes of Frankie De Jong or even Nico to play in that position, I think the games that Busquets hasn't played or has been put on the bench, we've kind of clearly seen exactly why that guy started. Like, he just, with him in the team, and the team is is functioning, and with him out, it's pretty much night and day. He's that essential. So we got to make some sort of bet on someone out there who can try to replace him. I, I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if it's going to have to be someone from the youth academy because there's no one else in the world other than maybe Rodri that plays like him, and we're not going to get Rodri. It's, man... Outside of Messi,
0: uh, who, who did you mention
7: now? Rodri? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man City Rodri. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Outside, Leonard said it once, right? Uh, outside of Messi, Busquets is probably going to be the hardest guy to replace. I don't know how that's going to happen. I hope maybe De Jong or Nico can figure out a way. But right now, man, it's looking a little dire. So man, I, I just hope if we don't get Holland that we just smartly invest that money. And man, let's let's go for La Liga next season. Like right. Vic Vic said it, Vic said it, and Vic is probably going to repeat it. We need two summers. This our team is not going to be redone in one summer. We need two good summers before we really are able to challenge for Europe again. Next season, I think we should aim for La Liga, and then the summer after that, let's let's aim for the Champions League. But yeah, Vizca Barça, man. Visca Barça.
1: Hey man, that was wonderful, man. See, I you see I've told you guys when Barcelona fans come to have conversations. This do you know like this thing that this thing that you guys just said, put together, makes great content. You can even upload that as a podcast episode. I'm even thinking about it now, you know? That would be good. People can listen to it afterwards. Yo, Vic, let's hear from you, please. Uh, I know you have a different perspective, perspective. Man,
8: listen, I don't have anything else to say. Um honestly, what Colade and Frank said, I agree with them 100%. Um Yo, we need goals, man. Like I'll be honest with you Kules, man, there's no point of uh creating many opportunities if you don't have people to 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 take those opportunities. Don't don't get it twisted. It's not because we walk around how many, do we, how many of those opportunities do we take? <laughs> that, 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 that's what it's all about, right? And the enemy went and got the hottest property in football. Yeah? Let's not, let's not kid ourselves here. Let's not kid ourselves here. Yeah? Fatih over there, yeah, he has the ability, but we haven't seen it in terms of consistency. And if we don't see it in terms of consistency, it means it is not there. Voila. Let's not play ourselves here. So I am very, very. I- I'm very nervous about us not getting this Holland guy. Voila. That's all I gotta say.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So. So. Um. Let's see, uh, can you go me uh, get us some feedback? Okay. Cool. 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 So. Um. Everyone have said their piece. Wonderful stuff. Everyone. I love the guys' perspective on things. I like the way, um, Frank elaborated on some things so that we can be more enlightened as as, as what's going on. So, me, the why see is this: all these things are a game of chess. Huh? It's everyone is playing the long game. Barcelona, Barcelona know that the only thing going for them is the brand, the Barca, the the like. Let's the way they say American dream. That's the Barca dream. Everybody's. Dream from being we really choose to play for Real Madrid. Now, the second best thing, if you can't go to Real Madrid, is Barcelona. So that's like what the second one, like the second one that people want to come play for. So now, Barcelona is looking at it like this way because when you look at it, there won't be, we'll will be naive to say we're well, not in the race because Xavi didn't confirm nor deny if he actually went to see Halle. Like, they asked him in his press conference. I don't know if you guys saw that. He didn't confirm or deny that. They asked Laporta the same thing. He didn't confirm. He said, what is his business with what train?" is doing? Like he didn't confirm or deny I, if shavi actually traveled or not. So, you can see that behind the scenes, there are some things that uh, is being worked out. And one of the things, like Koladeh said, is the financial aspect. So, the money might not come in the time frame that, because when you look at the document has giving Alan a timeline so that they can know if they are going to activate the the 75 million euros clause. And today the reports are showing that, yes, um, Haaland's entourage have told them that, yes, they will activate the clause. So now there is now a time frame from now to May so that Haaland can get his new club. So they're saying Haaland will decide come April. So me, the way I'm looking at it is this. Barcelona has a contract down for Haaland. But the truth is, there are better offers. Man City is offering something better. Man City is offering the best out of Real Madrid and Barcelona. But um, Ramajit is offering something better than Barcelona. Um, but is offering something better um, than the two. So now, the way I'm looking at it, Bas- uh, Barcelona is just thinking, saying, what well, um, um, Laporta is basically saying is, look, we're not going to break the bank for you. Either you take what we, what we have on the table, or you, you, you forget about it. We're not going above our offer. So that's the way I interpreted what he's saying. And if you look at it, the money is going to, end. it's crazy. But we cannot be in that situation anymore to be offering crazy more than what we're trying to offer now. That we're not in Batumis era. So, and and now to address um, some of the things that um, the guys are saying about Alan being injury prone. So I will post a link um, on the chat so everyone can go and see. So you guys can see what I'm talking about. Let me not be like um, maybe are making things up. So, if you look at the top of the room, you'll see a link. So that is Haaland's injury record. If you see, in the past, in 2018 season, he missed a few games. That is decent. Then, before then, let's know that Haaland has been playing before 2018-19. Let's know that. So there was no injury record before then. So now, looking at the record, it looks very, very good. Now, the red flag came in 2021 22 season. When he's missing a lot of, forget about the days. You need to check the games. When he's not missing a lot of games, I'm seeing seven, seven. You know, he's missing a lot of games. So now, when you look at it, there's no actual data to say this guy is injury, like is injury prone. I hate when people say injury prone and run without um, rhetoric. Like I don't like it because at the end of the day, you need enough data. For example, I can come up here and say Patsy is injury prone because for the past three years. Party has a record of having injuries. You get it. I can come up here and say Dembele is injury prone because for the past five years since he came to Barcelona, he has a record for it. But Haaland doesn't have a record showing that he's injury prone. It's just it's just this year. This year. and this, I'm not, let's say not this year. It's just this season. And this season is not over. So running with that rhetoric and saying Haaland is injury prone, like to me, it's a stretch. What I would just say is, at the end of the day, that is a red flag that every, even Man City that wants to sign Ireland, they'll have to go through his medical records and to see what is the issue there. So definitely that's a red flag that every club wants to try and look into and try to rectify. So running with the red flag that Ireland is injury prone. Yeah, injury pro man, I don't I don't quite believe that one. Then another thing I want to say, what Cam said is um about maybe um him being um arrogant or whatever. You know the funny thing, eh? Rival fans can look at Gavi and say Gavi is arrogant because of the way he carries himself. But that's, that is the elite mentality we're talking about here. We don't need squeamish players that will be coming out and be crying in, by halftime in the dressing room, just like Alba. We don't need any of that nonsense. We need people that, that have this mindset of being beasts on the pitch. We don't need crybabies here. So that's why if you look at Gavi, he's not faced by anything. If you, if you foul him, he's going to do his own back. That's why it, that, that that's why it's easy. He's it's still a kid. It, you can call it pettiness or whatever, but at least you cannot say, ah, he's arrogant, he's this, he's that. No, everyone has their way of, their way of carrying themselves. So he has not. Like if you look at it, he has not had issues with any of his teammates or any of his previous managers to say, oh, he's not a professional. He's not this. He's not that. He has not had any of that. we not seen any of that in media. So at the end of the day, he's just going what we like. What? Uh, so so um, so there? so yeah yeah I'm still here. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, what I'm saying is, guys, let's just be patient, see what happens, and see how uh, how everything unfolds. So and the last thing, um, the last thing before we quickly go into the review for today is, uh, like Rim uh, Rim suggested. Uh, so guys, will you want to see Messi back? Because we're seeing we're seeing in the various media, especially today, after Messi's uh, game. That Messi is not happy at um, Paris and he wants to. He would like to um, come back to Barcelona. So let me hear from you guys. We just go from no. down no. to camp. No. no. Okay. No. Let me start okay. with that. Okay. okay come camp. Away. Camp said no. Camp said no. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How do you guys want to? St- how do you guys want to start? Like from bottom to or to- from top to bottom?
7: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Let's start from top. Um, Okay, I I, do you want to say something about it?
8: Um, You know, that's such a fucking complex uh, question. In one way, I'd be a fool to say that I don't want Lionel Messi back, right? How do you not want the greatest player of, quote-unquote, all-time back? But the thing is, when I look at him, I don't know how much juice he has left. Um, uh, and, and, and I feel like we're trying to move on to more of a collective I feel like if he comes back you'll have players who are going to rest on their laurels oh, okay Messi's here if we have issues we're going to solve it and I kind of want to steer away from that so for me get me my big body bends. thank you for the memories Leo
1: Okay, nine, okay, fair Look, enough. Frank, let's go, let's go. Let's be quick about this one. I'm
7: going to echo what Vic said. Listen, man. It, I, it took me a while for me to really even watch PSG games because watching Lionel Messi in a jersey that is not Barcelona's breaks you. It broke my heart. With that being said, though, the Lionel Messi that we're watching right now at PSG is damn near. He's not as terrible as people make it seem but it's still pretty bad. What it, what's been made very clear to me is that if you're going to get the best out of Messi, you need nine outfield players that are going to work to cover up for his deficiencies, which is just the fact that his legs can't really run all that much anymore. He can't press. He won't do any defensive effort. And even in the offensive phases, he can't run, dribble past players and do all those things. Literally, the only thing he still got going for him is his peerless ball ability, his vision, and his his IQ, and his ability to just place himself in the right positions. But you still need to build a team completely around the way he plays. And I feel that Vic just said it, man. We're trying to build a collective.
2: Sorry, Leonard. So can I go after? Sorry, Frank. Can I go after Frank when he's
7: done? For so Where? many years. Okay. Colade,
1: we want to jump um, uh, to you. Are you going out, Colade? Is, is that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
7: Okay, so, yeah, for so many years, right, so much of our play was based around Messi. We saw players sometimes during games just be like, okay, let's just give it to Leo. He'll figure it out. And it worked a lot of times. And some other times it didn't. I mean, I remember the 2018-2019 season when we almost made a trouble. Literally, and we, you could see it in the, the backstage documentary that they did. Valverde would be saying at halftime during difficult games, hey, man, let's just try and come inside, find Leo, and, and, and he'll figure it out. Like, literally, that would be the strategy. We can't let that happen anymore, man. The guy's 34 years old. If he would ever come back, I I would want him to come back to a team that can fully provide for itself, and it would just be a ceremonial thing. He wouldn't be a starter. He would be fine with that. It would just be his last season as a professional footballer, and that's it. But for him to come back now just because he's having troubles at PSG, I'm sorry. I don't want that, man. Leo, I love you. You're the best I've ever seen play this sport, but... The story is damn near over. Let's move on.
1: Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Coladew, um, please. Uh, you know you're jumping queue, So let's be quick with it. So go back to your channel, Green.
2: Okay, I wanted to. Be, I wanted to be very quick with it. Eh? But uh, sorry, I might not be as quick. Um, for the, I mean, for a very long time, I've. I don't think I've been. I've been um, in um, disagreement with Vic and Frank for a very long time on an issue, right? but well, I think I'm, I'm in disagreement on this one. Um, I see it as two parts. If Barcelona can sign Aland, right, then I would say Messi is a no, right, because Aland um, is now the centerpiece and is the, the, the owner of the project to be moving forward with it. And we don't want any form of distractions which Messi can turn out to be because of his superior ball-playing ability. We get. we don't want a situation where it's because of Messi we lost, This one not pass to Messi. This one not. So I don't want that. If Alan is coming, but if Alan, Ellen, Alan is not coming to Barcelona, right? I want if we can get Messi back. If we can, then I think we should go for it. The reason being, I saw Messi just I think is it how many months ago, barely six months ago, play in the Copa America and run the socks off cover the most distance on the pitch, right, in them, I think it was in the semi, the game against Uruguay, I forgotten what round it was, It was when I covered the most distance on the pitch. I know that if Messi loves something, he puts his 100% into it. I remember, I know that the last two seasons at Barcelona, he was basically beaten mentally, as he was beaten mentally. But the season against Liverpool, Lionel Messi did a number. He basically wanted to carry us individually. To a Champions League trophy. And I've seen him with Argentina just six months back. I do not believe that Lionel Messi does not have the legs. I genuinely think Messi is there's just something about Paris Saint-Germain that is not right, that is not sitting well with him. And I think maybe it might be because of the way you came into the season or the way I don't know, there's just something. And the something is not is not his ability. It's not his ability. Which is the reason why, if we are not getting Ireland, right? And what we need, you guys have said it, what we want to win if we don't get Alan, is to win the league. Messi can do that at the very least for us, as a club. And the contract we'll be talking about is probably a one-year contract or a two-year contract. For me, I do not mind him coming, if we don't get Elena Alan, Because I genuinely feel he can still do the job. And I'm very sure people will still eat their words with Messi when the World Cup comes some for some reason I just feel like that guy, that guy, there's something not just right with him. And Messi for some reason, which is different between him he and, he and Ronaldo, right? He's, he's, a, he has this baby, he's such a baby in the sense that his life has to be okay for his football to be okay. His, his, his football is so connected to the way his life is or his lifestyle is. And that is one of the reasons why I think the Messi we are seeing in PSG is not the same Messi we will be seeing should he come to Barcelona, which he clearly loves. Right? And lastly, I trust in Xavi Hernandez right? and his ability to find the situation where Messi would thrive and where the team will thrive as a whole. And I actually think that Messi being away from the team for a year has reduced the dependency of the team on him. But if we sign Alan, like I said, we don't need him. But if we don't sign land, I think Messi can still do the job we need to still compete at the highest level.
1: All right, cheers. Uh, Let's go back to Rishon, then Reem, then go back to Ritzik, then (laughs) Kamp. Okay, Kamp said no already. So let's hear. Rishon, uh, go go ahead, man. Oh, I'm a bit busy. I'll speak afterwards. All right, cheers, man. Cheers. Uh, Reem, let's hear from you now. You've been waiting. Yeah, okay.
3: So, guys, I asked this question because I was just discussing it with my friends. And, uh, I mean, who one not like the difficulty back. I mean, come on, let's be honest, guys. Like, uh, I was just telling them that it's not, like, the players' issue, and it's not, like, I, I don't know, I think, or I believe that it was the um, previous coaches and managers' mentality, because, like we just said, I think, first, while Birdie, and every coach and manager that came after Luis Enrique was just building the whole team on Missy. Okay, so it's not just like, um, <clears throat> it's not just about the players, it's about the managers, it's about them trying to build for the whole lineup on Missy, you know. It's just you have Messi, you have to pass to him, he, he's going to do everything and, and, and whatever. But from what we're seeing right now with Chavi, now he's trying to build. Whole team, okay, and now this team it doesn't have Missy, but if Missy comes in back again, I truly believe that Charlie will find him a place that that will help him to give one hundred percent of his capability, and it will help the team in general. You know, so I agree with Kanadi, um, If Kevin doesn't come. I think that Messi like, should be the number one priority, but like it's not a long term plan. You know, it's just like simply there for a season or two.
1: Okay, okay, man. <laughs> no problem. Hey, you still want Messi back? That's fair enough. Yeah, uh, let's I say, uh, mean, let's I, mean him you, though. I
3: mean, he he's the best player in the world. Why wouldn't he like get it? want him to come back.
1: No, no, I agree with you, I'm not, I'm not criticising, I agree. No problem, it's fine. Hey, <laughs> uh, Ritik. Ritik, are you there? Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, all right,
4: all right, go ahead. What I'm going to say is, I'm, I disagree with Frank. I don't believe he is finished. I believe that whatever he's going through is psychological in nature. Um, like, if you guys remember, Johan Cruyff once said, um, if you bring in players that are best in their positions, You have 11 ones and not an entire good team. So I feel like that's the thing that's going on with PSG. You have this team full of egos, individuals that don't really work as a unit. And on the prospect of Messi coming back, even though he's the best player in the world, even though I do agree Xavi can find him a place and it will work, I don't think he should come back. I don't think he should come back because... In the past, we've seen like even last year. If you look at how Pedri played, he wasn't as fluid. He wasn't as creative, even though he was good. He wasn't as uh, creative or fluid as he was with Messi. He would always look for Messi. But if you look at the Pedri now, he's always looking to do things by himself, like linking with other players instead of just passing to Messi. I don't believe that will be a problem now. But I also believe that Barca should just move on from from Messi from Messi dependence and not just because of his abilities or age but just to move on to the future usher in a new era of Barcelona with new players with a new style and new idols that's my sort of two cents on this
1: alright cheers um let's, um let's hear from you Kamp. oh comp you've said no already or oh, should we should we move on I come. My okay. brother, I'm here. Oh, my brother, I'm here. See, right. the thing is. Uh... What? Oh, you still there, camp? Hello? I don't know. Hello? Yeah, yeah go ahead. So, like, off. Oh. Alright, it seems camp is having um, issues. Um, I just want to uh you know wrap up um quickly the messy thing for me is it's 50 50. either he comes he doesn't come me I don't care I'm not even emotional about it the thing is I've said it already Messi will never do anything for Paris because one thing is very clear Messi has an uh, what is it called a mental block there. The Barcelona thing really hits him hard. Like Vic said Vic Vic and I said this in your room and we're even laughing at it. That messy smile that that famous smile that we saw when he was signing his contract that's the most... That's... I've never seen him smile so fake like that, bro. He had to elaborate, huh? To make sure that, yes, the camera sees that I'm smiling, you know? When you do stuff like that, it shows you that uh, you're down bad, you know? So, at the end of the day, Messi cannot do any... See, let me tell you, huh? If you think I'm over-analyzing this thing, I think I'll start a new thread tomorrow. I'll go and bring some of the pictures I'm seeing, like... Against Real Madrid, Messi was in the locker room, huh? He was standing alone, isolated. He was just thinking to himself, what am I doing? In the training ground, there was one where I saw Messi was like, it, it, like it's, there's no, how I put it, there's no, there's like Messi is going through something that like none of us understand because we're not we're not in Messi's situation, so he doesn't have that feeling, no that connection. vibe. There's no connection between Messi and James, like nothing. Exactly, nothing. exactly. Like, it, it, like I just want you guys, you can you can probably search on these things. There their accounts, that I even post on it. If you look at Messi, most times he's isolated. Let me give you an example now. Against PSG, the same thing. There was a pass that I was expecting from, um, what is his name, Verratti. Verratti didn't want to square it. Ver- Verratti did one nonsense. Basically, Messi was peace because that pass, if that come, that was Messi's territory. At that top corner or bottom corner, that is Messi's territory. And he didn't want to give Messi the pass. So you can see that there is a lot of nonsense going on at PSG. And the PSG thing will never work because at the end of the day, they bypass Messi a lot and they don't give... This is is the it's. it. If Messi was to come to Barcelona, if Xavi, because I trust Xavi enough now, if Xavi was to understand a way to utilize him, play him 60, 70 minutes, then don't start him every time, but still give him an an important role in the team. Because the the only reason why I want Messi back is we have a lot of young talent. And when you look at the way Pedro spoke about Messi, Today, Trincao came out to speak about the way Messi helped him. You see that Messi's impact is just the same way I was covering for Busquets when everyone was after Busquets. When you look at the way the young players talk about Busquets, you see that they are having impact on the pitch and off the pitch. So, those kind of players are very, very integral to the growth of a team that is building youngsters. That's why I would just leave it out. So, me, I'm not bothered about Messi coming or not. If He comes cool, if he doesn't come. Not uh um, So basically, guys, we are playing a match in what's the time? Um, seven minutes. We've seen the lineup. See oh, again.
3: Can, t- can-, can you say something about, let's uh, I just read, like, if there is. Uh, post,
1: All right, go. Like, no, no, pray. No, no, go, go, go ahead. Ago, go ahead. Shoot.
3: Gerard Romero stated that Mrs. Dad already called for board days ago just to ask him. Wondering if he can go back to the club or not, like, I mean, come on, guys, everything seems
1: like it's happening. <laughs> so, you're giving us hope now, you're selling dreams to us like a <laughs> potter. All right, I'm all right, sorry. no problem, <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. Okay, so we have to take in goal for today. PK Gracia as a center back, Al, Al, um, Alba Alve, um, Alves, as usual, Pedro Busquets, Gabi Midfield, fantastic, Our Bamu Young. Torres and Usman dembele up front. So I know that we can dissect as much as we want and talk about the midfield. We're all Barcelona fans. We love our club. But the thing is, there's no time for it. So what we just do is we just take everyone's predictions so that we can quickly watch the game. Then maybe, maybe if you want, if you guys want a room and you guys feel like you have the energy, we can open up a room after the match eventually when we win. So we start from the bottom for predictions on this one. And if you want to just give two cents, please. Be concise about it so that we can go and watch this game. So um Camp, let's hear from your predictions on this one.
0: So, uh we've already been good at home. I don't know why, but maybe too long. Stegen will definitely consider it's useless. So too one.
1: <laughs> hey no, nobilistic <laughs> Stegen. All right Camp, <laughs> thank you very much. Um uh, Ritic, what about you? What's going on? Your predictions? I'm I'm going for a three we can
4: score goals but with this mickey mouse defense and the statue and goal we are going to concede
1: goals uh so you're going for what what's the score like? uh 3-2 three, 3-2 two. Three, two. my god so we score we are score- going to concede two that's mad all right collade let's hear from you collade please be optimistic yo collade yeah
2: considering yes. considering what happened in the last match okay uh, i'm going for 3-0 barcelona 3-0
1: Hey, your like believer alright, Rim, let's nice hear from you let's go
3: 3-1 3-1,
1: alright um, Rashawn, are you there? Um, I know you're busy, but you can just quickly two, two, 3, one. One, one, three one. alright, 3-1, fair enough, cool Frank, what about you? I know Vic is on the call
7: yeah, I got 3-1 too, listen when we have Ter Stegen and Eric Garcia in our defense I don't know how anyone can think we're not going to a goal. All right,
1: so guys, my prediction is um, what is it called? My prediction is five one. So that is my five prediction for per- brace, brace. Yeah, yeah, for per- brace, brace and assist. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm buying the deep now. You guys should buy the deep. I'm buying the deep. So as usual, I would thank you all for your time to to come up here to share your thoughts with us. Man, please do try and come, Frank. I know you've abandoned us to Twitter, spaces. But, Leonard, yeah. Leonard. No, try, <laughs> Bro, I'm back. I'm,
7: I'm I'm jumping back and forth, bro. Jumping
1: no back problem. And forth. Uh, no problem. Cheers. Yo, yeah, no, you trust. need to actually
7: hold space, some spaces, man. We had one the other day that was crazy. You need to come,
1: mm-hmm. come. Do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny? Um, A guy around Wait, let me check. Wait, I think it was 1 a.m. or 12 a.m. And um, um, that was like how many hours ago. Yesterday night, when I was about to sleep. He sent me a link. He was like, I should come, I should come, I should come. And me and this guy. We don't really, we don't really talk on the timeline. So I was surprised. I was like, no, bro, I'm about to go to bed because I'm going to church. So I was like, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So uh, I will try. I will try. It's not like, it's not like the thing is Twitter Spaces bogs my phone too much. Like my phone gets unnecessarily hot. So and uh, the thing just lags my phone. So that, that's why most times I don't really do it like that. I think I've hosted like maybe two Spaces in my entire life. So, um, Rochon, you want to say something to me? Um,
5: no, I was just
1: saying I'll change mine to 4-1 just to compete with you. Oh, 4-1. You also compete with me. Okay, let me go and change it. Sean, all right, 4-1. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No problem, no problem. Um, so, guys, uh, thank you for your time. Like, I swear, what you guys said uh, actually made sense. The recording will be on. I might even think of just opening, let's say, Blagrana Zoom podcast so that there will be audio we can share. People can listen to it. Like, it, it will take many time because I can just cl- clip the beginning and the end of this thing then put it there. Everyone can listen to it. Because this is, like, this is great content for people that don't have the time to start consuming the news. They can just listen to it in the background of their car as they go to work or as they do their normal mundane things that they normally do, you know? So, I might even think of doing that. I, I don't know, will you guys be interested in something like that? Huh? Just to know. Yeah. Yeah, it would be dope. Yeah, yeah, it should just. It would just be us, the fans, every time, posting. If you, for example, if you miss the Black runner Zone, you know that the red recording is on a platform for you to... Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. I was just going to look for a music beginning and the end. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. You shouldn't take any time. I'll do it. I will do it i will do it it. should not take anything. i will do it i should not be lazy too much. Okay, um, right, guys, uh, thank you guys for your time, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, I know we'll try and win. So, if you guys want to room, as always, I always say, there's no dog in my Back channel, so it always shoots DM me so that we can always have a room if you want. Because normally I just think if I create, if I open a room, people may not come. So Frank, they wanted the room and then knew he would so that's why the room is open today. So, yeah, uh, thank you always for coming and um, this is See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.